Hello and welcome to Violinist podcast. Today we have brilliant violinist, Armenian violinist, Diana Damian. And uh, I would like that you tell about yourself briefly. Hello. Thank you very much for the invitation to this interview, to this podcast. Um, I'm Diana Damian. I was born in Armenia in a family of musicians. So my parents are both violinists as well as my sister. And my grandparents, my grandmothers were uh, musicians and my uncle, my aunts. So everyone in our family is a musician. So I was grown up in this musical atmosphere. And uh, when I was five, I started to uh, go to violin lessons to my beloved teacher, Petro Sarkazian. And then everything went. uh, I mean, I started to grow and play concerts and that's how I ended up studying in Munich uh, where I studied at the moment so I'm very happy that I've chosen this profession and that my parents were always with me and are with me on my way. Who is your teacher in Munich? So I'm studying with Anna Chmachenko. Okay, no. Since since 2018. All right, nice. In Hochschule? Yes, yes. Okay, so I will straight to the business because most uh, of our listeners are violinists like we are <laughs> and they all probably interested how many hours you should practice per day Ooh. in order to win <laughs> big competition like Minukin competition because I know you won first prize in Minukin competition. Um, it's a very hard question actually to answer to because it depends. I mean, of course, you have to practice a lot because you have to feel comfortable on the stage. But sometimes, if you can't practice uh, technically, you have to practice with your mind. So it's very important because some days you can't practice and you're so tired. And I find that it's always important to find ways to practice not only with hands, but also with head, with mind. And I mean, of course, four to five hours maybe something like that but of course there are days that i might practice a bit less or more so it depends on my schedule and what in a mood am and I? rest you have like mind practice right yes and what does it include does it include like uh, listening to recordings or just uh, listening to your to what sounds in your mind or um Sometimes it's listening to recordings, sometimes listening to your own recordings, so which are you making while you're practicing. Uh, sometimes you can just open the score and then just visualize what do you want to play, how do you want to play. And sometimes it's it's not kind of you know musical practicing, but I love to paint. And mm. I find that if you have some other uh ways to express yourself in art it doesn't have to be only music so i think that it's also some kind of practicing because you are practicing to find the right way you want to play the music but with other you know art directions so Mm. yeah so practicing can be different so just it's very important to find your own practicing routine and to find what's really important for you for yourself because it's very individual so do you paint like it's your hobby or it's professional um it's 
kind of hobby, but I've studied painting as well. So I can say that I'm, I'm professional, of course, wow. but uh, <laughs> I'm doing it with love. And that's the most important thing, I think. Okay. And uh, what uh, includes in your preparation for competition? Because it's a big program, very big, I would say. <laughs> how, how do you manage so big program? Um, normally I'm writing my schedule, um, on the paper. So I have it all the day, always like, uh, in, in my, you know, how to say in my plan. eyes, in my plan. So I see my schedule and it helps me to be more organized. So I'm writing down the program and I'm just writing down when, which day, what time, what I'm going to practice. Mm -hmm. So it somehow helps to organize the competition program mostly because the competition program is, is really big. Yeah. And you have to be aware of missing some pieces because, you know, you can just concentrate yourself on one piece and then forget about the other one. And then the day is over and you haven't practiced. You have practiced only on, on, on the one piece. So it's it's very important to... Like not to procrastinate. Yes, right? it's not procrastination. I mean, you are trying to do your best and more and more and more. And you are going very deep into it. So it's very important preparing for the competition to have a plan which pieces you're going to pr practice on that day and just practice try to practice everything you have written on the paper on the schedule <laughs> yeah it's a discipline yes probably most important thing yeah <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yes so uh, may i ask what the instrument you are playing i'm playing on nicola galliano generously on loan from henry murrell foundation so I'm very happy to have this instrument with me since 2019 okay. and it has become my best friend and I'm really thankful that I have this opportunity to play on this instrument. And the bow? The bow is also generously on loan. Um, it is bought from uh, an amazing person, Monica Stigman, and it's uh, Sartori. Oh, so I'm also very happy to have this bow and to play on it and have this honor to play on this bow. Yeah, I just recently, I used to think that violin is the most important, but recently I discovered that bow is also very important, actually, that it can make totally different sounds of violin. I have heard from uh, world-class musicians that the bow is... It's it's not like more important than the the violin, but mm. it's like equal. equal to to the violin because it it has to be good to bring out the sound. Mm. So and as well as the left hand and right hand. So yeah, exactly. the right the right yeah. hand is playing. So if you don't have the 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 bow and the, the right hand isn't playing, so you yeah. you can't reach the sound. sound. And yeah, that's it. <laughs> so it explains everything. Okay. So how, how important the right hand and the bow are. So it's really Yeah, of course, thing. if a bow does not lay on the string as it should, then violin does not give proper sound. Yes, only yeah. pizzicatis. And then <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's it. Well, yeah, then you should play some pieces only pizzicato. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, 
like uh, we were talking in before interviews and uh, with my friends like nowadays so many bad things happening before we had pandemic now there is war in ukraine and uh, some people think that like why the hell you are playing violin when this happening what does inspire you and uh, like uh, keeping you from doubt why you're doing it and why we are all doing this i think music is the thing that can heal it's very important these days to find something that we can forget for maybe some minutes or maybe for an hour to get deeply into the music and to try to leave the stress and the thoughts we have for a while because it's very tough time now and so you mentioned war and i can say that also in 2020 when we have we had we've had war in armenia it was extremely hard for me to concentrate on the music because my family was there in armenia and i was in germany and i was very afraid what's going to happen next and i'm very thankful to all of friends and family members who are just giving an advice that i have to practice i have to be with music so it can, it can help me just not not to go crazy yeah yeah i really um, understand you because when in february in ukraine was started the war my family like my mother and brother they were in kiev and mm-hmm. yeah i can understand but it's yeah it's somehow it's uh, sometimes it's felt like it's like crazy like you 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 playing music and at the same time there is like people dying and it's like yeah i think musicians need to be somehow they need to speak up just for peace it doesn't matter which country and people people are not the government and they don't have anything they are we have a lot of different types of people of course but i think music is just about the peace and we need peace everywhere it doesn't depend about the country which country it is and what's going on we, we just need to to speak up for peace so that's yeah. that's my opinion do, do you think music can change people and humanity for better yes that's definitely good. because music is the thing that you can just it, it it just goes into the soul so you can see the soul of people through the music so some people are a bit close than the other ones, so they are not expressing as much emotions and as uh, to to other people. But it's normal, of course. But through the music, we are we have this wonderful possibility to open the souls of the people and to make them maybe better, happier, and to make them to do good things in life and forget about everything bad that's happening in their lives. Yeah. So. I also find uh, that uh, nowadays, I think even 
people started to listen more to classical music because it uh, speaks really to your soul and uh, to your emotions and not not just music for sake of music mm-hmm. and yeah i also believe that it's very important to continue doing what we are doing and hope that at least some people it will help and that people will do something good for humanity yeah it's it's very important these days so hopefully everything everything will be fine yeah. i'm sure that everything will be fine yes um and also we have talked with some violinists in previous interview about practical stuff how do they practice like what exercises actually i'm using some <laughs> of some of them for me it's also interesting do, do you have like something special like what you're practicing and helps you to stay technically good um i like to do bach for technique because <laughs> mm. it's it has everything in it mm. so every day before I start practicing i'm just playing something from the sonatas and partitas like any or anything yeah oh okay so it it helps me and of course you know there is a lot of program concertos like paganini concerto or Tvorja concerto that have a lot of you know this technical things mm-hmm. so just maybe practicing a page from of those two concertos and then it somehow keeps the shape so yeah maybe scales but not every day not every day okay. <laughs> I mean, i'm not practicing scales every day but I if, I, if i if i feel some that teachers <laughs> will now get angry <laughs> <laughs> no i mean of course it's 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 great to to play scales but uh i mean it's 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 also very individual okay. so it's like it's come it comes from from the feeling how do you feel the fingers and the fingerboard so if i feel that i need scales i'm playing scales so i mean maybe it can be like every two two days or something like this okay. so it's 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 not an obligatory okay. so it's it's everything about the feeling which one do you use do you use this one carl flesh Ooh. <laughs> no <laughs> I, have, I have one from galamian ah galamian so, yeah. okay yeah i know it yeah, it's yeah. good <laughs> <laughs> how do you think how how what do you think how important uh, for violinist success uh, his or her starting point in life because uh, yeah both me and you from not very rich country does it have influence in uh, your success mm, you mean from which country are you coming from or uh, yeah origin your i mean like do you come from rich or from poor or like it doesn't matter at all okay. The thing is, if you have in mind what to, to which uh, stage you want to come in life, that's the most important thing. So um, it's it's all, all comes from mind. So if you you really know what do you want in life and to which success you are going to trying to go <laughs> at least it's it's very important so um it doesn't matter from where you come of course there is um at- musical atmosphere differences so for example 
in Germany, there are more connections, more people coming from different countries, which I really like because it's communication. It's um, exploring new cultures, playing chamber music together and receiving information, new information, different information. And I think it's very important for classical musicians, I mean, for everyone, for every profession to connect with other people, kind to of learn. exchange of experience. Yes, of course, to learn from them. And uh, of course, classical music is all about, you know, exchange of this um, musical interests. And it's always about learning. So, of course, in, in Europe, unfortunately, in some of countries, we don't have this possibility. Mm-hmm. So what I find in Germany, as I said, the most important thing is knowing other people and knowing more about new things in life. So it really helps to go up one stair and stair and stair to 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 your dream, let's say like this. Okay. And uh, do do you like read books? Do you have maybe something to advise? Some book? No. (laughs) Any. It's it's like to ask which composer do you like most. No, I mean, just uh, like maybe you have something in mind. I'm a very romantic person, actually, Ah, so... That's nice. um, Maybe I don't know to to advise for advice I don't know but I can say yeah just your like favorite. My favorite yeah um so it's Pride and Prejudice maybe oh. like Pride and Prejudice okay it's very maybe common one but I love it and um three friends is it or how how this spells in English I don't know how oh. remark. Ah, remark. Three, uh, three friends. Three friends or yeah. three. I don't know yeah, how to just... tr- translate it in, in uh, well, remark in is English, good. but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like remark too. Yeah. So, and also, I have my favorite Armenian writer, Vahanderian, and okay. I love his poetry. So, it's, it's very. Um, near to music I think so what what he writes and sometimes it's very very interesting to find common things in between so is there any translation to English or um, other language I don't think so <laughs> I, I don't think so because I don't know I don't know why but unfortunately there maybe they are but I don't, I don't know so I haven't met <laughs> okay and how how do you how do you clear your mind after hard practicing painting ah painting okay singing, singing. <laughs> with my sister oh. and yeah that's it or maybe just going for a walk yeah fresh air <laughs> this is very that also helps. very important that helps after practicing sure. <laughs> and then going for a walk and then coming home and painting for mm. hours long so nice nice it very helps to relax a bit. And uh, do you have any wishes for listeners, maybe for violinists around the world? Um, don't stop 
what are you doing? It's the most important thing because you can do concerts, you can do competitions, they can be good or maybe not as you wish, but it never has to be a reason that you think, okay, I'm not doing this. You have to do this. You have to understand what do you want in your life? At which point do you want to come? And just always go. Yeah, keep pushing. Keep pushing. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> keep happens. going. Keep going and keep going and keep going. You may fail, but at one point you will come to a success. Yeah. So great words. Great. <laughs> uh, great uh, for uh, our interview ending. And uh, this time it's first time I when I give our interviewer some small presents. Maybe we will make some pictures that oh, listeners can very see. Very nice. <laughs> so this shirt is for you. Very nice. Thank you very much. Thank you. Yeah, so I want to thank you and our listeners for listening and uh, hope to bring some new interviews with such a great guest like Diana, the man. Thank you very much. And goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>